Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Resiliency, that's the key to game one of 82, and the Bucks get it done down in H-Town. Welcome in. It's the Big and Safe Probes postgame show. Appreciate you hanging out this for the 13th year. We've been talking Bucks basketball here on the fan, but I appreciate it being my first to be here with you. 414-799-1250 is the phone number. Live at 105.7 FM, the fan.com. The Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen inbox at 105.7 FM, the fan on Twitter. You all know the pleasantries. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt. Appreciate you hanging out. But this is your show. This is the longest running interactive post game show in the city. And we're back with you when the team is at their absolute peak. It was a grind it out kind of game tonight, and the Bucks get it done. And it's one of those where. You can talk about how you felt at 5 minutes and 18 seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter, but Giannis leaves. Chris Middleton not at his best. Eric Bledsoe plays 16 minutes, and you get a victory against a team that is also in the conversation for representing their side in the Western Conference playoffs. Once again, it's the Big and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show. Giannis drops 30, his 15th career triple-double. He does that tonight. He also is aided by 11 points from Middleton, Bledsoe, Lopez, and Brooke Lopez doing a lot of his work late, as we'll go over a little bit more of the game here Coming up in a couple of minutes from right now, we're going to hear from the head coach. We're also going to hear from Giannis. He talked after the game quickly with Kristen Ledlow of TNT National Televised Game tonight. It's the way you want to start if you're the reigning team to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. You have the MVP. You are one of the top teams in the league, and they treated you as so. They put you on national television, and the Bucks performed as they needed to tonight. Once again, it's 414-799-1250. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. The Bucks get the win tonight, 117-111, and it did not look great early. The Bucks did not lead in this game until eight and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, they start out down seven, and after 24 minutes, we were tweeting out things. They're they're down seven after the first quarter, down 16 at the end of the first half at 66-50, 
And it's one of those basketball games continually in the NBA that you'll see teams give up 20-point leads primarily because some teams, one team is just not that much better than another in the NBA. These two showcase why they're both heavyweights in basketball tonight, and they showcase it strongly early and often for the Bucks. It did not look great early, especially when you're talking about the key contributors that the Milwaukee Bucks brought in to be the guys that, that pulled a lot of the rope Chris Middleton tonight, a night to forget, except for a couple of late shots that he hit in the fourth quarter. Big three when him and Brooke Lopez did it on back-to-back possessions in the fourth quarter. Part of a run that really started in the third, and Giannis takes this game over in the third. And and after 24 minutes of basketball, you're hanging in there when really shooting 50% from three is the recipe for both of these teams. They're both going to shoot a bunch of threes. You saw the Bucks put up 46 tonight. You saw 48 from Houston, and it's back and forth as much as it can be while one team is shooting 50%. Now, they obviously settled down, and when it's all said and done, it's just 33% from downtown for Houston, 34.5% for the Bucks from three, and that's where the game really settled in and gave the Bucks an opportunity in that third quarter. Giannis scores 12 points in that quarter. He accounts for 16 straight on either scoring or assisting, and then he goes to the bench with his fifth foul, and you didn't know exactly, or his fourth foul, and you didn't know exactly when he was going to come back. He plays with five, and quickly with about five and a half minutes left there in, in the ball game, he gets one of the stranger calls that you're going to see. They call a foul on Giannis from defending behind Capella going up for a rebound and to take somebody's airspace away is the is the call and not allow for a landing spot but to say that Giannis had any contact with a lower back was ridiculous it was it was bracing for for a move and Giannis had played very smart for about four and a half minutes when he was in the game playing with five fouls and they called the MVP and threw gave the MVP his sixth foul on one that was incredibly questionable. And it's something that I'll get into a little bit later on tonight. But to to watch an MVP be out of the game on that call was just puzzling to me. Also, where are we in pro sports that we're, we're challenging now? We're challenging a foul on a block six minutes into an NBA game. We're going to learn this whole coach's rule together all year long. This, this is a new show, a new year, and, and somehow it's going to end up being a little bit new NBA because now we have to continue to incorporate video replays in as quickly as possible, and it happens early on in the game. But once I said this is the most interactive postgame show in the city, it's been that for 13 years, and we'll get right out to it at 414-799-1250. We'll start it out in the 2019-2020 season with Martinez in Port Washington. Martinez, appreciate you hanging out pick and save pro hoops post game show thanks for calling you're on the fan yeah i thought you was gonna call hey um what a what a comeback man they i didn't think they was gonna make that comeback like that but man they just don't give up this team didn't give up last year and they don't give up this year their shooting woes was horrible in the first half but you knew eventually shots had to go so they kept pushing Giannis kept pushing got his triple double Matthews did what he had to do. But the only problem I have with the Bucks is Corver be open, wide open, and they not looking for him. It's like they don't even realize he's on the floor sometimes. And if you got him for a space in the floor, use him. I'd be like, damn, he open again. Give him the ball. But they dribble with their head down a lot. I noticed that. Because, you know, Middleton's not really a good dribbler. 
And Giannis, you know, he's head down straight in. But I think they'll figure it out later down the season. This is going to be like one of the hardest tests for a while because I think they got like a kind of cupcake schedule coming up. The Rockets was like one of their main games. But, uh, man, what a great win. What a way to start off the season and you starting the show. And um, I know Sparky happy somewhere sitting at home right now. So, good thing, man. Appreciate it. appreciate it, Martinez, and and four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty the phone number. It's it's a resilient win. It's a hard fought win, and it's also one of those that when you are a team with the clout that the Bucks have at this point in time, coming back being the number one seed, you got to earn these wins, and they earned it tonight. They also did it with breaking into a couple of bags of tricks. Brooke Lopez showing some post game in that in the battle tonight, especially late. And and Coach Bud needs to be applauded for the post for the adjustments you make getting him the basketball. Once Giannis comes out of the game, they threw PJ Tucker down on Brooke Lopez on the block, and that's disrespectful to a man that's seven feet tall and used to average twenty a game posting people up. I know Brooke Lopez likes stepping out, shooting threes. He splashed Mountain for a reason, but the dude averaged almost 20 a game and made a lot of money in this league playing from the block. And when you put a guy that's 6'5 on him down in that area, he's going to eat you up. And Brooke Lopez went to work, and that's kind of how the Bucks were able to cement this victory tonight and, and battle back. They did not lead in this game until midway through the fourth quarter. Battled from 16 down. That was really the cap. This game kind of played in between 7 to 14 points, 7 to 13, back and forth. Bucks would swing up. They'd get it in between 8 and 7, and then two straight buckets from Russell Westbrook. Or a couple of foul calls, and there goes James Harden to the free throw line again. Raise your hand if you were wondering how many different times James Harden must have to ice up each side of his hip. I mean, this dude has to go through more ice than anybody because he ends up on the floor more than anybody in the league. I think it's tremendous talent for him to be able to shoot the ball like he does, but the guy has he does not stay on his feet. It's impressive to me how he's able to play 82 games and win an MVP by not staying on his feet. But the Bucs get a huge win tonight in the sense of, I know it's a Western Conference opponent. It's not going to settle a whole lot of tiebreakers tonight. But this is a resilient win. You get on the road on a nationally televised game in a game where this is a marquee, marquee matchup. I get you're the, you might be the appetizer for Golden State, Los Angeles, and the Clippers and Warriors right now. But this was the game kicking off the season with the last three MVPs. Westbrook in 2017, Harden in 2018, and Giannis in 2019. And two of them, I mean, Giannis has the triple-double, and he played outstanding tonight. But the last five and a half minutes, the Bucks did it with the MVP on the bench. And they did it utilizing a couple of different tactics that you didn't see this team use a whole lot last year. You didn't see Brooke Lopez step into that area a whole lot last year. But the Bucs go back, a throwback game, and they win with Lopez, Middleton, and Bledsoe accounting for 33 points. It's a team win. It's a resilient win. And we're talking about it with you. Welcome in, and thanks for hanging out. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. 
I am taking the baton from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. We're kicking off the 13th year of coverage postgame here on The Fan. It's 414-799-1250 if you want to jump along. Also at live at 1057fmthefan.com, the Wendy's Fresh and Ever Frozen inbox. We're off and running with the Big and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. 414-799-1250. We'll go inside the box. We'll have an MVP minute, and it's going to be a tough, tough, tough bench mob moment of the game tonight as there were a few different candidates that we'll go through all together it's the wendy's varsity blitz scoreboard show spectacular earlier on with the college football show pick and save pro who's post game show on the fan right now with you at 414-799-1250 there's always something unexpected that changes the game it's gonna be crazy man here's tonight's factor of the game brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports learn more at bscbobcats.com this is the pick and save pro hoops post game show on the fan welcome back in pick and save pro hoops post game show on the fan I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt taking over the reins from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer for the 13th year of post game coverage on the fan 414-799-1250 your spots to react after Bucks and Rockets in Houston. Bucks get a win over that team from Houston in a team in a game where featured the last three MVPs and the Bucks in this one. When you want to talk about an X factor, it's the entire unit that you're able to put out there on a night in and night out basis. I mean, there was sure it's easy to say that Giannis is going to be the X factor and he would be the MVP of this game as he was the MVP of the league, going 30, 13, and 11. But an absolute total team effort. You drop 28 in the third, and to close it out with nearly scoring a 40 spot in the fourth quarter, the Bucks close out strong tonight, and they do it off the strength of a couple of guys on the bench that played huge minutes. Urson with 13, Pat Connaughton with 10. He scored all 10 in the second quarter and really kept the Bucks in that game in the second quarter. It was a 16-point game at half. And to say that that was fortunate, would be would be an easy way to put it. Coach Bud was interviewed. I believe they do that in the first and third quarter on TNT, which is also just so fascinating to me. These coaches want nothing to do with these interviews, but they're so fun because all they want to do is get into the get into the little scrum that they're going to have right on the bench. And most coaches will go and talk to their other coaches, and they'll maybe scheme something up. Instead, they have to talk to Kristen Ledlow or you know, Adam Schefter when he decides to appear on the Four Letter Network. So. Bud goes, we're lucky to be where we're at. And it was a seven-point game at the end of the first. It was a 16-point game at the end of two quarters. After 24 minutes, Rockets had shot 50% from three, 11 of 22. Giannis had scored 10 points. Chris Middleton was two of nine. Brooke Lopez was 0 of four, missed two, the only two threes that he put up. And you were sitting in a spot very much like Bud said you were lucky to be where you were and the Bucks stay in the game and they allow Giannis to take over in the third he doesn't finish the game on the floor he fouls out with 518 remaining in the night and the Bucks close it out from there 39 points they outscore the Rockets 39 to 24 in the final period and win at 117 111 414-799-1250 in Madison listen on the radio.com app is Mitchell at 414-799-1250 hey Mitch Hey, Bill. How's it going, man? Good, man. Hey, just want to say congrats on getting the both end job you deserve, buddy. Appreciate um, it. Want to say a couple things. Yeah, they had a rough start. Felt like the Rockets were making everything 
Um, but you mentioned that Giannis absolutely was amazing for the way in the third quarter. Um, how about Ursan Ilyasova, my hero of the game? He seems to do everything out there, uh, takes charges, offensive boards, amazing mid-range. I just want to touch on how much I love Ursan and what he does for this team late in the game. Appreciate it, Mitch. And, and the mid-range game was also a factor in a game where the so much is made, and we talk about it on the big show all the time, about Chris Middleton, that being his his favorite spot to operate from. They don't want to run a whole lot of mid-range offense in this system. But when you have Ursan Ilyasova, he hit two big-time mid-range shots. The one 15-foot elbow jumper to basically close the deal when Middleton maybe stepped into the backcourt. Eh, maybe he went over and back. Got rid of it just in time. And they hit Ursan with like six on the shot clock. Beautiful 15-footer. Cashes it up. He is so right about Ursan Ilyasova, though, tonight. Mayor Mitch and I are in here watching the game and losing our collective minds with Ursan taking charge after charge after charge. Eric Bledsoe didn't get to play a whole lot in this game. He only played 16 minutes, only six in the first half. But you could tell how flustered James Harden was when Eric Bledsoe was in his hip pocket tonight. Like you could feel the frustration on his face brewing every single time he saw this dude check in. It's like the great gift that they made of uh, LeBron at the free throw line. In the 2014 finals was that when they're playing against San Antonio and he sees Kawhi Leonard check in, he's like, this bleeping dude again? I thought we got rid of this guy. I thought we got four fouls on him already. Nope, out comes Eric Bledsoe, and he's chirping from the start. And the Bucs needed everybody in a game tonight. They get a 30-point triple-double and the 15th of his career from Giannis, but they needed every single person in a team win tonight as they beat the Houston Rockets 117-111 in H-Town, and they'll come back for the home opener on Saturday. 414-799-1250 in Anaheim, we find Vincent. Vincent, you're on the Pick and Save Post Game Show. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, are you taking over permanently for Sparky? Yes, sir, and Tim Allen will, oh, uh, will help me out on a few nights. Congratulations, man. Congratulations, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Because uh, last year, when my Raptors beat him, he was off. But it's all good. It's all good, man. Hey, my Raptors got their first, you know, win. Y'all got your win against a hard-hitting team. You know, man, this is a good team, the Houston Rockets. And y'all team showed that you can play team ball your star got fouled out your star fouled out and he still showed up you still you know other teams would have crumbled other teams just hit all oh, my stars out so let's uh just give up the lead and lose by two points y'all kept fighting kept the fight and you got the job done that's what you call a good team i know it's early early in the season just tell my lakers that you know they got <laughs> it's early in the season but this is a good game against a playoff type team so congratulations to y'all winning your first game. Hopefully, y'all win your, your home opener as well. But like I said, my Raptors and Lakers come to town. You know who sat on on. <laughs> no doubt, Vince. And that Raptors team, uh, I didn't see Fred Van Vliet continuing what he did the other night. Goodness gracious, he was unconscious. Yeah, pretty amazing, man. 30, 30 some points, man. So, hey, it's all good, man. We can see, maybe we can run it back. Maybe. <laughs> Take it easy, Vince. We'll talk soon. 414-799-1250. The Eastern Conference, we did our predictions earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. The Eastern Conference, while obviously it's very star-laden in the Western Conference, you lose Kawhi from the Raptors of the Clippers. You lose D'Angelo Russell from the Knicks to or the Nets to 
the Warriors. You gain a KD who's possibly going to play at some point uh, next year. But, like, where all the stars shifted to, obviously, is the West. And, yes, the West is better than the Eastern Conference. Nobody's going to argue with that a whole lot. But this, this Rockets team, I think that showcases why this is such a big win. You beat a team that had 53 wins last year, now with two MVPs. You caught them at a good time because Westbrook and Harden, I think, are only going to get better. You saw a little bit of that uh, discomfort with each other's playing styles, maybe is the nice way to put it, at one point there in the first quarter when the beard and whatever you want to call that lettuce that's on the top of Russell Westbrook, they got into it a little bit, said, man, you got to let me see that rock every once in a while. I'm ready for it. I'm sitting there, and Russell Westbrook's like, dude, don't worry. I remember. I ran the point when we were in Oklahoma City. I can take it from here. You can just watch a little bit. They're not. They're going to coexist, I think, just fine. I think that Houston Rockets team is going to be very, very good. But there were points tonight where you could just feel it getting a little tight, a little tense, a little bit fun. And the Bucs are able to do a game like that where – They get contributions from everybody. The depth of this team just continues to surprise you and somewhat continues to amaze me. I'll tell you that right now. But Pat Connaughton at one point in this game kept you in the ball game. He kept you in the game. There in the second quarter, that was a tipping point. You'll see games get into that 16, 18-point range, but you know you're one or two runs away from being right where you need to be. For the Bucs at that point, that was a huge tipping point. They needed that one to go, and they were able to get it. They were able to get the stops, and they were able to have a three, then a dunk, then a back cut, and another three from Pat Connaughton, all in about two and a half minutes. And then Pat went back out. He he would showcase himself once again a little bit later. A couple of nice assists, kept himself in the game, played some strong defense, you know, the Pat Connaughton things. But those 10 points in that second quarter were huge to keeping you in this ball game. Robin Lopez, 16 minutes. That's about all we need. Appreciate it, 42. Played hard. Thanks. That's what we need. Let everybody else do the dirty work. But Brooke Lopez breaking into his bag of tricks today, late in that game. And Coach Bud giving the okay, let's play down low. Give it to Brooke Lopez. Let him showcase what he can do down there. He worked the post, and when there's a 6'5 dude going up against a 7-footer, if Giannis is in the game, Giannis is taking advantage of Brooke Lopez down there. Instead, they were able to let Brooke Lopez eat late on in the game. He got three huge buckets late in the game, guys, to to keep the Bucs out in front. And when they took the lead for good, I think it was right around that four-and-a-half-minute mark in the fourth quarter, it was over. There were a couple of different shots that you looked over and you saw the back-to-back threes from Lopez and Middleton give you that six-point lead, part of the 10-0 run that jolted you out in front, and that was when you kept the lead for good. I mean... There were times tonight that I know every single person questioned the questioned the 30 plus million for Chris Middleton. And there will be a lot of nights I think 
that we all question the $36 million for Chris Middleton or whatever it is, 34 and a half. But four of 16 is going to be the outlier. We'll be all good. As long as you make the clutch shot when you're four of 16. Chris Middleton had a couple of big threes tonight. He was three of nine from downtown, but one late in the fourth quarter was the biggest one that they needed, and the Bucks win at 117-111. We're going to hear from Giannis on the other side here, but let's grab Mike. He's been holding on with us at 414-799-1250. You can join him as well. Mike, you're on the fan. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Um, Miss Sparky, uh, no knock against you. What is he retiring to uh, parenthood? Yeah, absolutely. No, I no knock taken. Okay, um, but you're you do an excellent job. Thanks, man. Um, this this season starting is just in time. Um, I watched the World Series for a little bit, and man, uh, it it was hurting. Uh, it just hurt. Um, just thinking, uh, you know, the Brewers weren't in it. But let's uh, let's forget about that and get back to the Bucks. Um, the coach, great coach. Uh, the last two callers made some great points. And it's so good to see Urson, you know, being as valuable as he was was tonight. Last year, uh, I can't remember. I don't know. Was I think he came back from an injury or something? But he had a tough end of the season last year, and uh, we were all pulling for him. And today, he showed uh, why they uh, brought him back. And uh, man, what a great team! And uh, like they like the announcer said, Giannis has to. Uh, he's got to stay out of trouble there not get involved in any close plays for sure. And uh, anyhow, it's, it's good, great win. And uh, it, the bucks are so good. And what we can enjoy is they're down going into the third quarter and you still feel like they can win any game against any team. Have a good night guys. Take it uh, easy. Great Mike. To have the season start. Thanks buddy. No doubt. It, it was a nice long four months. This basketball season came on us quickly, and we're glad it is here. It's the middle of October, and it's time to start playing some basketball, especially for the Milwaukee Bucks, who get the win tonight, 117-111. And they do it with Giannis having a huge night, but not being there for the last five minutes and 18 seconds. And we touched on Chris Middleton. I'm seeing it in the mentions, and we'll talk about it next, of the window you give before we can finally start talking about the money. The guy is signed, sealed, and delivered. There's no difference coming. There's no changes that are going to happen. We're going to play you the conversation we had with John Horst earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. All the moves are made. That Chris Middleton is here. He's part of this winning culture that the Milwaukee Bucks have put together. And as long as they get wins, how long will you put up with, with certain stat lines that maybe aren't as appetizing 414-799-1250 it's the big and safe pro hoops post game show i'm bill schmidt baby tausch i'm fired up to be starting up the 2019 2020 season with you here on the post game show talking bucks basketball after each game we've been your host the the home the most interactive post game show in the city while the other guys want to jump on board while the team's good we've been here with you and we are going to stay with you all year long keep it right here it's the only station bucks fans need and it's the post game show with your voices at 414-799-1250 marcus it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game what defensive play stood out here's the laborers local 113 defensive play of the game the laborers local 113 milwaukee feel the power 
at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan. Welcome back, and thanks for hanging out. Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt, your new host on the postgame show for each and every night here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, 1250 AM, and the free radio.com app. You can tweet at us at 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm at Bill Schmidt Radio. You can get at us all game long, tweeting during the game, getting reaction throughout the night here on The Fan, also at 105.7 FM, The Fan. You knew that already. You know live at 105.7 FM, The Fan.com. And if you like telephone calls, Yes, your, your your iPhone still does make telephone calls. I know it's got 15 cameras on the back. You can actually still call people. It's 414-799-1250 to dial us up here at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get a 117-111 win tonight in Houston. They open up against the Houston Rockets, the three seed in the Western Conference last year. They fall short of making it to the Western Conference final and getting a date with the Golden State Warriors last year, but... This Rockets team is going to be a problem for a lot of teams in in basketball. And when you have guys like Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same floor together, fully grown and loving themselves some Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch in more ways than one. And we got all forms of that earlier tonight. Uh, throughout this game as those two guys both as we take our eye on the enemy here on the pick and save pro hoops post game show uh, as we do each and every night with coaches pub and grill sponsored uh, by them on south 13th street stop in today for lunch or dinner try the fabulous friday fish fry now open coaches on lake Danoon. the eye on the enemy for those two dudes james harden two of 13 from the field made all 14 of his free throws and shot 10 of those in the first half. James Harden was rather neutralized in his 36 minutes tonight. Scores 19, but being able to go 2 of 13 from the field and the Bucks locking it up, especially in that second half, was crucial for the Bucks being able to get this win tonight. Also, Russell Westbrook goes for 32 minutes, 7 of 17 from the floor. He was 3 of 7 from downtown. Hit a couple of big threes to keep the Rockets in this game at certain points tonight. But Westbrook goes and flirts with a triple-double all night, 24-12, or 24-16-7, excuse me. He flirted with his, they put him on triple-double watch after halftime. It was Giannis who finishes with it, 30-13-11. His 15th of his career, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Giannis has at least 15 triple-doubles in the season this year. I don't know how big of a limb that is me walking out on. But when you're a dude that can make defensive plays of the game like Giannis did on James Harden in the third quarter, you're going to have a lot of stat fillers. Off the steal. There's Harden chased by Brooke Lopez and rejected by Giannis. At the other end, Giannis is tripped up by Capella. So Giannis with the block on one end, Marv Albert on the call, and then being able to get tripped up and go to the line there on the other side. Giannis goes to the line 11 times, hits six of them. Still going to be a storyline all, all year long of how he's able to knock down free throws. And the Bucks as a team tonight did not shoot the ball particularly well from the foul line, especially early. They were only 9 of 18. They made 50% of their free throws. 
Giannis just over 50% at 6 of 11. They're going to need to clean that up, to borrow a Mark, uh, Mike McCarthy term. We're going to need to get that cleaned up. But the lucky thing is you come into a game like tonight where you're going against an uncommon opponent, a team that you're not going to see a whole lot in the Houston Rockets. You're going to get these couple of opportunities against them. And on a national stage, you want it to be. And it is tonight. And I think that's one of the best parts about this is, and it should not be overlooked. We understand where the Milwaukee Bucks are at this point in time. And we're not in this for participation trophies. John Horst kind of talks about it. We're going to play that in the next segment here where we're not in this for, for medals. We're in this for rings. But for the Bucks to be able to go into a game like tonight, opening night on the road against a team that has all the reason to try to make a statement on national television, showcase everybody what the shiny new toy is in this Houston Rockets team, you went in there and took care of your business. You did what you had to do tonight. And I think that's one of the reasons why you have to be as optimistic as possible with this team. Are they going to have off nights? Yes. Are there going to be nights where you pull your hair out because Chris Middleton is still not being as effective as you thought he was going to be from the line? Sure. Four of 16 is going to make you do that, especially when you're paid what Chris Middleton was in the offseason. But there's a reason why he was kept in the offseason. There's a reason why Brooke Lopez was kept in the offseason. Eric Bledsoe in the middle of the year. They want to sustain the culture that they have right now, and they believe that that culture is what ultimately is going to prevail in the circus that does surround Giannis and the Supermax. That's what they believe is going to keep them in the game with Giannis for the foreseeable future is getting multiple cracks at it, multiple opportunities to play in the playoffs, multiple opportunities to play the top teams in the playoffs, but also continuing with the dudes that he is comfortable with, believes he can win with, and showcasing that you're going to do everything you can to keep that in place. John Horst talked about it with us earlier today, and when he when he mentions why those guys were retained, I think it speaks to what we have all believed is, is the building blocks of a winner. You're not able to finish in last year's playoffs, but being able to get back to that and being a better team when you get to that point, I think is... One of the top reasons why you need to be optimistic. There's only going to be improvement on this team. You're only going to see Wesley Matthews feeling more and more comfortable on his spots and, and finding his spots in this on this team. We had a caller earlier tonight, Martinez, talk about getting more shots and, and more quality looks for Kyle Korver. He shoots the ball four times and then he plays 12 minutes. If that's what you're getting from Kyle Korver every night, there's going to be nights where you believe he's going to be hot from the outside, and there are going to be nights that he is absolutely on fire, and you're going to need to give Kyle Korver more touches. But in 15 minutes, two of four, one of three from downtown, the Bucs didn't shoot it particularly well from deep tonight, but just better than the Houston Rockets did after a first half where you weather the storm and it appeared that Houston wasn't going to miss all night the Bucks take over 
and get the W thanks to their MVP doing what an MVP does. That triple-double tonight was showcasing to a guy that talked about it. James Harden was not happy he didn't get the MVP award last year. Giannis says, this is why I was the MVP last year. I'm going to come into your building and show you why I was the MVP last year. I'm going to take over. I'm going to do it with a smile. I'm going to do it with a flex every once in a while. And the Bucks go through the Houston Rockets tonight at their home building on the road. It's a huge win. We'll go inside the box score next. We'll also hear from GM John Horst. He joined us on the Wendy's Big Show just before uh, we got out earlier today and speaks to a couple of different parts of this team continuing their culture. And the culture word is the one that I think is the most important in the conversation that we're going to continue having about Giannis when these stories that keep getting written like they were the other day by the Harvard Business Journal, the culture of the Milwaukee Bucks is why they're hopefully going to be able to keep their reigning superstar. Live at 1057FMTheFan.com is the Wendy's fresh, never-frozen inbox. That's where Jeff from Waukesha weighs in. He said, Bill, it's only one game, but the shooting by some of these guys was a train wreck. Just awful. As Barkley said, it was the same garbage offense we saw at certain points. I can only imagine this is not the trend. I hope this is not a trend with Bud's offense. Nothing has changed from Atlanta, where he did not make the necessary adjustments. That's Jeff in Waukesha. I thought there were a couple of times tonight where Coach Bud had to be applauded for some of the adjustments he made. Noticing that he had the guy down there that was going to be at matched up with by P.J. Tucker, 6'5", on seven feet. Mitch Ross is in here producing the program tonight. He said, mouse in the house, get it over to him. We used to do a little bit meaner way of saying it. Baby in the paint. Got a baby in the paint. Let me see it. And they give it to Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez can score on the block. He made a career out of it, made a lot of money doing it reinvented himself a little bit in today's NBA to be able to shoot the three as well as he does splash mountain, but his bread and butter is down low and the bucks do a little bit of throwback work with five eighteen left in the game tonight. Giannis leaves with a two point lead fouls out and the bucks take it from there. They win it by six, one seventeen, one eleven, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you want to weigh in and give your thoughts on the bucks first game of the year, they win it down in Houston. How big of a win was it to you? 414-799-1250. We'll hear from John Horse next on 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Big and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Baby Tausch. Thanks for hanging out tonight after a Bucks win on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show on the Fan. Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show on 105.7 FM, 12:50 AM. And the free radio.com app. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt. Appreciate you hanging out, taking the baton from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the 13th year of Bucks coverage 
I'm your new host on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I couldn't be more excited to talk about this team with you all year long. Go through all 82. We got 81 to go. It was a tough, hard-fought 117-111 victory for the Bucks tonight, and they do it on national television. They do it in Houston, and they do it with the MVP for the final five minutes remaining on the bench. He was on the floor at this point. Drive of the game, well, it was a putback and an opportunity that the Bucks had for the first time they take the lead. They trailed for the better part of 30 minutes. This one from Urson gets you the win for the first time. Assist for Kyle Corbin. Exactly. And what is it Ilya Sova doing out here? We've seen him on the defensive end. We've seen him score inside, get blocked shots, knock down threes, take some charges. He's doing it all. First lead of the night for the Bucks. That was the first lead of the night for the Bucks. It came with about eight and a half minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Bucks were down 16 at the end of two quarters in this game. That was the largest lead that the Rockets would have. And the Bucks once again, they started this game out down seven zip. And it was quick. And it got on you in a hurry. But the Bucks battle back. And they show a lot of championship pedigree in this game. I think is the best way to put it in their ability to close out this team from Houston who is going to win 50-plus games. I mean, this is not a team that's going to go quietly into the night. They got two MVPs on the team for a reason, and Russell Westbrook showed that he still can plenty ball in this game here tonight as James Harden uh, was relatively shut down by the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Only 14 free throws Made all 14. That was part of his 19 on the night. 414-799-1250. Alex is in West Dallas at 414-799-1250. What's going on, Alex? Hey, Billy. Hey, I am very, very impressed with the Bucks tonight. And uh, But most of all, I just want to say how excited I am to have you on the postgame show this season. Thanks, dude. I think it's, it's going to be a great season. And what – me and my friends watching this game did was we wrote this team off very soon. And, and, and as a big fan of the Bucks, I, I feel bad because we wrote them off soon and we came back in the second half. And not only did we come back, but then we clamped down on defense in the fourth quarter and we gassed them and they could not make a shot. And I think if we can exhaust other teams the way we did the Houston Rockets tonight, we're in for a great season and – you know, I think we're, like you said, championship pedigree. Appreciate the call, Alex. Thanks, man, and, and appreciate the kind words. Appreciate you hanging out for the entire year on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. They showed a lot of fortitude. They showed uh, a desire, and they showed a lot of, of guts and, and bench and depth in tonight's game when you finish it off with Giannis on the bench. And joining us now is he will each and every night, our insider Matt Velasquez, brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices, divorce, child custody, and any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call him at 414-327-5800. Matt Velasquez, appreciate you joining me, man, all year long. I know I'm not Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, but we're going to have a whole lot of fun talking after these games, especially when they get 117-111 victories like they do tonight in Houston. Just take me through what that fourth quarter was like there when the Bucks are down 16 at one point in this game and almost put up a 40-burger in the fourth quarter to close out the Rockets tonight. Yeah, this was, uh, this was a wild one. I mean, for a while there, uh, really one-sided. 
Uh, the Bucks looked very unbucks-like. Uh, and then Giannis, you know, really took over in the third quarter. The Bucks started to get back a little bit. Uh, and then it became like a back-and-forth game, and this place got really fun. Um, you know, Russ was doing just crazy Russ stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis, Giannis was getting going early in the fourth, and then he fouls out. And you, know, you feel like that could be the time when the momentum turns, and instead, you know, Brooke Lopez hits a big shot. Chris Middleton hits a big shot. Um, you know, they kind of just get going, play through Brooke in the post, and, you know, the Bucks' depth and their chemistry and all those things, that, that's what won the day, and it was a really impressive first game from them. It was a really impressive closeout from Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Now, I saw you tweet this out uh, following along as I was during the game. Uh, Chris Middleton is going to forget most of the rest of the game, hitting that big clutch three at the end. But four of 16 from him, four of nine from Brooke Lopez. I was really impressed with the the – ability to push it with Brooke Lopez down on the block late in the game when they realized they were going to go small on him with P.J. Tucker. The Bucks just took advantage. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. After the game, we mentioned that to, uh, to Pat Connaughton. He's like, yeah, call him Brooklyn Brook. You know, like he people forget that's where he, you know, right. uh, that was his bread and butter. And, and George Hill kind of said the same thing. He's like, hey, people don't remember that, you know, but I've been in the league long enough. I know that he, he made a lot of money, you know, playing that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of getting – getting down there on the block, making good decisions, making good reads. Obviously, when he has a guy against him, and P.J. Tucker's obviously given up some size, you know, he has the ability to kind of see over, to plan things. He didn't really force it too much. He, he, he made smart calls, made good passes, a little uh, kind of, you know, drop-off passes to a cutting George Hill that ended up in a West Matthews three. Um, that was just a great team possession, but it all started uh, with Brooke Lopez at, at the nexus of all of it. Um, just, just a really impressive close from him to forget kind of the start of the game. I think he was scoreless going into the fourth quarter, and to be able to finish with 11 points um, was huge when the Bucks needed him yeah, most. Follow him along at Matt underscore, underscore Velasquez on Twitter. He's the Milwaukee Bucks beat writer for the Journal Sentinel and our insider after each and every game here on the fan on the Big and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. 16 minutes tonight only from uh, Eric Bledsoe. Do you think a lot of that was foul-related, or do you think – I know you guys asked him about it earlier tonight, Coach Bud, before the game, if he'd be on some kind of minutes restriction. The fouls definitely played into it, but a, a lower minute count tonight for Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I think that's really what, what had the most to do with his low minutes. I mean, three fouls and basically five minutes uh, of playing time. Uh, that That's, you know, going to get you on the, on the bench for a long period of that first half. Um, he, he played pretty well in the first half when you don't look at the fouls. I think he shot well and made the most of his opportunities. Then the third quarter after an early, an early bucket, he just couldn't he couldn't get anything to fall. Um, things were getting a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, he still had that foul trouble. So, uh, you know, George Hill, you know, performed really well down the stretch. You know, but decided to, to lean with him. And we'll have to see how things go in future games when, when if Bled can stay out of foul trouble and maybe get some more opportunities and maybe get some more burn. Um, you know, but for now. You know, the fouls were definitely an issue. Matt, let's talk about Ersan Ilyasova. We had a caller, Mitch, from Madison, call in and profess his love for the style of basketball that Ersan plays. And it, he was full Ersan in this game, taking as many charges as he could, hitting a couple of big mid-range shots, especially the last one that really kind of iced it there at, at 117. And also just being the, the gritty dude around and doing anything possible to, to help the team win he was huge off the bench tonight in his 20 minutes of play yeah it's funny I um I always kind of just default to saying you know Ersan doing Ersan things because that's that's what he does like he just does Ersan things and after the game you know, we talked to Brooke, Brooke Lopez about it and he mentioned the same thing he was like yeah Ersan is just out there doing things that only he can do you know he's throwing his body around he's making those shots 
um, you know, putting, getting putbacks, just being aggressive. Uh, Giannis praised him for, for being aggressive. Obviously, Ersan spent a lot of time on the court, you know, replacing Giannis, you know, especially when Giannis was out down the stretch. Um, you know, he praised him for, for being aggressive, and, and he has praised him for being aggressive throughout the preseason, you know, coming off of FIBA. He thinks that Ersan got a, a really good boost off of that. Ersan, too. You know, and I talked to him in the preseason. He thought he got a, a big confidence boost uh, from that. Uh, and so, you know, if he can, can continue to play with that, that confidence, and that aggressiveness, uh, I think it's only going to lead to good things for the Bucks because, you know, he, he definitely has a lot to offer, uh, as we saw tonight. Talking with Matt Velasquez, beat writer for the Journal Sentinel and our insider here brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices for just a couple of more minutes. Matt, I can't believe I, I've taken this long to really ask about Giannis, dude. He took over, as you said there in the third quarter. He accounted for either scored or assisted on like 16 straight scored 12 straight in that quarter and really at that point did most of his heavy lifting in the 30 points at that point but 11 of 17 from the field 13 boards 11 of assists I think one of the best ways for Giannis to get better might not be the mid-range jumper but being as as smart of a basketball player as you can be recognizing the double teams and knowing when it's coming he he was on full display tonight being able to utilize his teammates as they were definitely clamping down on him early yeah, he, he brought out kind of the full arsenal tonight. You know, he uh, he made three-pointers. He, he made shots in the mid-range when he had all that foul trouble and didn't want to pick up another. Um, he drove to the hoop and for layups and dunks, and he found teammates and got rebounds. And, you know, he did it, he did it all. Um, and if, if he didn't do what he did there in the third quarter, I don't know where the offense would have come from. The Bucks were kind of still in a funk. Uh, a bunch of guys hadn't gotten going. And, and so, you know, at halftime, I know Giannis mentioned after the game that, you know, Bledsoe talked to him, at, you know, in the locker room. was like, hey, you need to be aggressive. You need to do more. And, and he kind of took that to heart. And so he went out there and he played aggressively. Uh, he, he called his own number. He found his teammates. Uh, he, he like almost, you know, by himself, you know, made those runs in the third quarter right. at the beginning of the fourth quarter to get the Bucks back into the game to make this thing competitive. And so, you know, that's why there was some, you know, obviously some reasonable doubt probably from myself, people here, from people on Twitter, people all around. <laughs> Like, when he goes out, like, what are the Bucks going to do? Um, you know, and just the way they closed the game was all that more impressive uh, because of how well he had played and everybody else, you know, still needed to step up all the more. Yeah, to be able to come back and, and finish that game out the last 518 with him being fouled out with six was, was huge. And in this game, when you come back from 16 and you take your lead in the middle of that fourth quarter, this is a, a, a game, Matt, that I'm not – being prisoner of the moment, I think I'm just stating a fact. This is a battle-tested team, and that's a battle-tested win that you do on the road. Only good teams prevail in games like that when they don't let it get out of hand when the team's shooting 50% that you're going up against from downtown. Yeah, Giannis talked about that after the game. He uh, he said that the team never really got down, never really got got worried about it. They knew like what they needed to do, how to get back into it. They were feeding off a bunch of guys who were talking in the locker room, you know, a lot of veterans. A lot of leaders in the locker room. Kyle Korver, he, he kind of pointed out, was had like a vein bulging. Like he was yelling. You know, he was really into it uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, and Giannis also said that you know this is what, what great teams like do. That you know a lot of times if you're a great team, you might win by 15 points and, and it's easy. But to be a really great team, like you need to be down by 15, down by 20, and to be able to to come back, keep your composure, and finish those games out and finish them strong. And so. And he, he really appreciated the, the opportunity that the Bucks had and, and took advantage of tonight to, you know, to battle back, to stick together, and to demonstrate their, their chemistry and depth. Matt, it's these games. It's the opening nights against 
back-to-back MVP winners. It's Christmas Day games, and it's the amount of national television exposure that you show that the Bucks have arrived. And, and when you arrive on a national stage and you do it in a full-team win, uh, the whole league definitely takes notice. It's hard to say that you're taking notice of a team that won 60 games last year and was the one seed in the Eastern Conference. But they're definitely playing like they still have a little bit to prove, and they do. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that, you know, there are going to be going to be people who doubt them there'll be people who definitely doubted them at halftime um and this is just one of 82 and it was a heck of a heck of a one but we got 81 to go matt appreciate it we're gonna have a whole lot of fun on those 81 to go matt velasquez our insider from the milwaukee journal sentinel brought to you by thomas merola offices dude i really appreciate you joining me again this year as i take over for sparky we're gonna have a lot of fun on the post game show and looking forward to it all year long yeah heck yeah let's uh let's have some fun for sure Let's do it. Thanks, man. That's Matt Velasquez joining us. Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. Beat writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and right here on the post game show. Brought to you by Thomas Merle Law Offices. He joins us as all our guests do on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019, look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Take a quick time out and hear from Bucks GM John Horst next. Pick and save probes post game show after a 117 111 win on national TV in H Town. Bucks over the Rockets. We're talking about it with you at 414 799 1250 on the fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. Assist for Kyle Corbin. Exactly. And what is it Ilya Sova doing out here? We've seen him on the defensive end. We've seen him score inside, get blocked shots, knock down threes, take some charges. He's doing it all. First lead of the night for the Bucks. That's Marv Albert and Chris Weber, TNT, the call. Bucks take their first lead of the night. About eight and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they barely looked back. They hit a 10-0 run with four and a half minutes remaining, sparked by Giannis, who fouls out in the middle of that with 5-18 remaining in the game. Giannis fouls out. Bucks with a three-point lead. They did not look back. They win at 117-111, and we start out the 2019-2020 season with a W here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt, and all I'm going to say about that right there is I started doing the baseball postgame show with my man Tim Allen, and the team improved by, I believe it was 16 games. I step on in here after the team goes to the Eastern Conference Finals and, you know, loses in game six. All I'm saying is we can keep this winning going and it starts out on the right foot and we're really going to be feeling ourselves at this point if the Bucs are putting up a lot of performances like they do tonight and they finish it in a full total team effort. Before we hear from John Horst, who talked to us on the Wendy's Big Show earlier today, I want to go inside the box score just a little bit with the Bucks. 33 minutes tonight for Chris Middleton. We've talked about it. Four of 16 shooting, three of nine from downtown, just 11 points, but eight boards. And Chris definitely was not his best tonight at all. Nobody is going to say that. But a couple of big shots that he hit late down the stretch, the one on back-to-back possessions, they hit a three with Middleton, a three from Brooke Lopez, 
it capped off that 10-0 run we were talking about with about four minutes left. And at that point, the Bucks were looking for an answer. The Rockets felt like they were taking all momentum. Giannis is out of the game. And to have those shots hit by dudes that you were looking at, knowing you were going to need all year long, to be able to be that valuable for that stretch of time was huge. It was the reason why you brought these dudes in. Matt Velasquez was just on with us from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. If you missed it, you can rewind on the radio.com app and check it out. Brooke Lopez started the fourth quarter with zero points, had 11 in that fourth quarter, and they leaned on him late, especially utilizing his old faithful, just drop it down to Brooke on the block, as they called him Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Brooke. Just drop it to him. Let him eat down there, especially when they're going to be disrespectful and put a guy in P.J. Tucker. Dude, you serious? P.J. Tucker is 6'5". I'm seven feet tall. I'm just going to dominate him, and thank you very much. And then we're going to have a whole lot of fun, and we're going to get on out of here and go and have some fun on our way home. I mean, that's exactly where it goes for the Bucs and Brooke Lopez as he takes over, and the Bucs finish off a huge win tonight, 117-111. Coach's Corner, a little bit different tonight. It's brought to you by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers and great benefits and more home time than ever. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call them at 1-800-44-PRIDE. Coach's Corner is actually with the general manager, the GM corner today. John Horst, general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks, preview the 2018-2019-2019-2020 championship season, wrapped up that 2018-2019 season with Sparky and I on the Wendy's Big Show earlier today. So, John, obviously we'll, we'll start with the last time we saw this team in, in a competitive situation outside of the preseason last year. Uh, obviously did not end with four straight losses the way that everybody wanted it to in Toronto. But the improvements you make in the offseason right now today with the guys that you brought in, do you believe that you are primed to be able to get to the next level, two two games better than you were last year, and get yourself into that NBA Finals picture again this year. Yeah, listen, there's, there's a long season in front of us tonight, uh, the opening night. Um, a lot of things to be determined to figure out how good this team is or isn't. Um, but obviously the moves that we made throughout the offseason, uh, the work that our players and coaches have put in throughout the offseason, um, we feel like we're better. We feel like we're more prepared than we were last year. Um, and if given um, a similar circumstance again next year that we'll, are this at the end of this season, that we'll be in a better spot um, afterwards. But right now we're focused on getting better every day. Uh, the guys focused on learning coaches' system, the new players, and, and just kind of acclimating everyone to the, to the new group and really just playing hard and competing every night like we did last year. And, and if we do that, we think we'll be in a good spot at the end of the season. When you talk to free agents in the summertime this last summer, how does that pitch go from the Bucks' perspective of, of why they should come here over L.A. to the Clippers or L.A. to the Lakers or something like that? Yeah, I think, you know, there, there was really two uh, phases of free agency for us. There are actually really three. So the first was continuity and focusing on trying to keep as much of the course uh, together as possible. And a big part of that was just recruiting from within, the style of play that we had, the culture that we have the opportunity to play with Giannis, an MVP, to play for Coach Budenholzer, the NBA Coach of the Year, and just to play with our really our whole group. And So that was the first phase, and, and that's that pitch. The second phase was really to try to add some quality vets at, at areas of need, you know, make, making perimeter shots and taking perimeter shots, backup depth at the five spot, um, just toughness and defense and experience. And so 
you see guys like Wesley Matthews and, and Kyle Corver and Robin Lopez. And to sell to them was a chance to play for a really good team with a bunch of really good guys. And and we think that we've added three more really good guys with those three guys to the group and that they fit kind of the culture of who we are and what we're trying to do. And then obviously the third the third phase, kind of the young developmental guys um, that we think have a chance to help us at the you know at some point this year and for sure going forward with Thanasis and Dragon and Frank Mason and uh, Cam Reynolds. Talking with Bucks general manager John Horst, Wendy's Big Show, 105.7 FM, The Fan. John, the, the young guys that you have in the building right now and that you had in the building last year, DJ Wilson and Dante DiVincenzo, along with Sterling Brown, some of the other ones, along part of that supporting cast, you can put Pat Connaughton in there, I imagine, as well. What have you seen from them being able to develop around the group that gives you a little bit more of motivation that they're going to be contributing factors to the core, obviously, around Giannis, Chris, and Eric? Yeah, I think the, the first thing that you see is just the mindset, the mentality these guys bring to work every day. They they come, they work hard, they're getting better. They had tremendous summers. Uh, they've they've all improved their game. Uh, everyone's healthy right now, and you know the 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 rub with that is that we have a really good deep team, and so good players aren't going to play every single night. Um, the benefit and the positive of that is there's great competition in practice every day, and we have great depth for whatever circumstances arise and, and kind of uh, present themselves throughout the course of the season. So. I believe the young guys, when given the opportunity, are going to have a positive um, effect and, and contribute to uh, success on a, hopefully a really good team in the NBA. And the reason is that they've had an unbelievable approach and mindset um, all off season and already early into this season. So what's the approach of the organization with Giannis, Supermax next year? I'm not trying to get you fined again, but what, what's the approach from the aspect of, you know, do, do we all of a sudden pump up marketing a little bit more, more Giannis uh, – in Milwaukee, more billboards, more everything, kind of showing the extra love here as we get ready for the summertime. Uh, how do you go about that? You know, Giannis knows how we feel about him. Obviously, we're on the record saying that. Um, like he said many times, we've continued to say, you know, we're focused on getting better every single day, giving him an environment where he can win at the highest level with a group of great guys in, in a city that loves and supports him. And, and we've done a great job thus to this uh, point. We're going to continue to focus on that, have the best season that we can have. And we really believe that if that happens, everything will take care of itself. John, how much did that go into the decision to to bring back as much of the core as you did this year into free agency? We talked before free agency, and obviously Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton were at the top of mind to be able to be brought back because of the contributions they had last year. But keeping a, a culture of winning together, that's something that's very difficult to do in the NBA. How much did that stress being similar and comfortable with Bud's system to those guys being brought back for the financial constraints that you guys brought them back to and the amount of money that you signed them to in the offseason? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because it, 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 is, it was free agency. Um, those, those two players that you mentioned, in, and I'll add George Hill to the group, you know, those guys uh, had no shortage of suitors with, with the talents that they have, the seasons that they had, the people they are. Um, and ultimately, they chose Milwaukee over other opportunities and other probably very good opportunities. And for us to target those guys and focus on that and, and really exhaust all of our resources to try to, to have them be back was a major, major focus because we want, again, create an environment where the guys have a, a chance to win at the highest level and do it with great guys. And we felt we had a really good season last year, something that we can build on. Um, we have a bunch of players just entering their primes or in their primes. By no means do we think that last year was a finished product. Um, but we were doing it with really good guys, guys that fit our culture, that fit our locker room, that fit our style of play, and that fit um, just the style of who we are. And that's why we focus on those guys. I'm very grateful that we got them back. 
what will you miss most about not having Malcolm Brogdon? You know, Malcolm's a really, really good player, and I think there's a number of things that we'll miss. But the, the thing that pops to mind, first and foremost, you've got a 50-40-90 guy, just a very reliable, consistent, um, open shooter and, and someone that you could trust with the ball and trust defensively. And so, you know, Malcolm is, is, a, is a great guy, was a really good player. I'm sure we'll miss him at different times, but we feel like we had a great offseason to try to address those. Um, gaps that may have existed and you know wishing him the best in Indiana of course not when we play them but the rest of the year and uh, you know I think we'll be fun talking with the 2019 NBA executive of the year and the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks John Horst here on the Wendy's Big Show just with that John recapping the year you guys had last year you went executive of the year coach Bud wins coach of the year and Giannis obviously the MVP being able to manage those expectations I understand that's what you know when you sign up for it and you're hoping for those types of expectations, but they're through the roof at this point. How do you go through the season understanding that those are going to stay and only get better as hopefully and by the plan, your team continues to get better? Yeah, I think you spend a lot of time talking about it and what, what expectations matter and what things can we control, what things should we focus on and and you do it with your partners in the business. It starts with, with our ownership group, and, and it trickles down to, to Coach Bud and, and Peter Fagan and myself and, and Giannis, of course, and, and our other players, and to really come together and have a plan and have a mission and a focus for the season. And, and I'm very proud of our group as a whole. If you read all the stories and everything that's come out of Milwaukee thus far, the goal and the focus is to get better every day and to focus on what we can control every single day and to improve on it every single day and continue to try to take another step. And, and really, we've said all from the beginning that we want to build something where we can sustain success for a long period of time and continue to position ourselves and knock on the door and have a chance to compete for championships. And I think we took a big step last year. I'm hopeful we'll take another step this year. And the way we're going to do that is get better every day and focus on every day. That is John Horst, the general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. And if you missed any of it, 1057FMTheFan.com, Fan On Demand. Or you can just hit the rewind feature and go back to it on the new radio.com app. A couple of big things that he said in there, talking about the loss of Malcolm Brogdon and and how that is going to affect the team. But also the, the culture fit, I think, is one of the most fascinating parts of this Bucks team that's going to continue to play out in front of us all year long. He knows the questions and the stories are going to be there about Giannis. And like he said, Giannis knows how this organization feels about him. Giannis knows where this Bucks team and how this Bucks organization understands his value and, and what he means to their organization moving forward and for the next, you know, 10, 12, hopefully 15 years as his career, you know, began and then hopefully ends in Milwaukee as he is here his entire career and hopefully is raising banners and doing things that other players were never able to do in this organization. But to know that the culture fit is right and to believe that wholeheartedly, sustained success came out of his mouth. I'll let you guess where you've heard that before. The Brewers. David Stearns. David Stearns preaches sustained success. It's one of his favorite things to talk about. We're here to be an organization that is going to sustain success throughout. We're going to be an organization that continues winning ways. This isn't just a one, two-year shot in the arm where we're going to be able to get to a point where we didn't expect to. 
This is an organization that believes they can compete for the long haul, and they know what their ticket in to that is. For 34. But it's building a winning culture around 34 that makes this organization continue to grow and leads to 2019 Executive of the Year. Leads to Coach Budenholzer winning his second Coach of the Year. And sure, MVPs come along with it, and, and that's what Giannis got. But to give yourself multiple cracks and continue knowing that you are going to be a force in the Eastern Conference for, for years to come, to be able to be that group and know that you're able to continue in that realm year in and year out, it's something special, and it's something that is going to hinge on keeping – and sustaining this level of intensity. But with the depth that this team showed again tonight in just game one of, of 82, and I know we all want to fast forward to middle of April when we get these playoffs going, and I'll just give me to Sixers and Bucks. This is where you lay that groundwork. And wins like tonight, the resilient nature in which it came, they help continue to reinforce why you are where you are at this point and why people believe you're only going to get better from here. Spig and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Bill Babytow Schmidt, 414-799-1250. There's still a few more minutes for you to jump along. We're going to hear from Giannis next. He joined Kristen Ledlow right after the game on TNT. We're also going to get our new bench mob moment of the game. There's a lot of guys that are going to qualify for this. I think we got our eye on one. He may have went under a number change this year. Pick and save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Baby Tausch talking bucks with you after each and every game here on The Fan. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan. Still a couple of more minutes for you. Pick and save pros post game show. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmid with you all year long here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show. Appreciate you hanging out. 414 799 1250, the phone number live at 1057fmthefan.com. The Wendy's Fresh, never frozen inbox. After the game and after his 15th career triple double, Giannis Atetacumbo. Hooked up with Kristen Ledlow after the game on TNT for a couple of minutes after the MVP fouled out on a suspect at best foul call with 518 left. I haven't lost my mind as much on it as I expected. But here's Giannis after the game. 30 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Giannis, earlier today you had a smile on your face. You told me that you were excited to play a real NBA game to show everybody what your team had been working on. What does this comeback win say about this team's readiness? It says a lot. Uh, we, 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 stay, we stay together, we play together, we win together, we lose together. Even though we faced adversity, we wasn't playing our best basketball that we can play in the first quarter and the second quarter, we came out, we were focused, we were able to move the ball, execute, and uh, we just executed that game plan really well. We just stayed together. And I know you won't engage in an MVP conversation, so I'm not going to start one, but what message did you want your performance to send? 
nothing. I'm just, I'm just here to do whatever uh, it takes to help my team win. And uh, unfortunately, I had, you know, six fouls. I wasn't able to stay on the court uh, like my team wanted. But my team, without me, they did a great job executing, moving the ball. And uh, this is what we do. This is what we do. We play together and. Uh, uh, whatever we do, hopefully we can get a win at the end of the day. And before this uh, game, your all-star teammate Chris Middleton told me that he thinks this team can improve upon its league-best 60 wins last season. Simply put, you're 1-0. How can you improve upon tonight? 1-0. That's all we can do. You know, we take it day by day. Now we got to play uh, Miami Heat. We're going focusing that, lacking in that, and we just take a game at a time and day at a time. That's the MVP on TNT after the game tonight with Kristen Ledlow. And also after the game, Zora Stevenson, new Bucks.com voice. And you'll also find her on Fox Sports Wisconsin during each and every game. Spoke with Wesley Matthews. Uh, I mean, we stuck, we just stuck with it, you know. You credit them. They were hot. They came out with a lot of energy. That's to be expected in a home opener. You know, a team like this, they're tough. You know, they're going to contend in the West. And, you know, for us to start out on the road, you know, it's going to test us. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of free throws. We didn't. We missed some shots, but we stuck with it. We knew our defense was going to have to carry through, and eventually our shots were going to fall, and, you know, we made timely ones. You talk about a test. How did the team respond to the first test of the season? You know how I expected us to respond. And, uh, you know, watching it from afar last year, this team showed a lot of character, you know, and, and they won a lot of different ways, and they won by wide margins, you know. Um, if we want to get to where we want to go, we're going to have to win games like this. We're going to have to be down on the road and, and fight and claw and, and not give up. And that's what we did tonight. We stuck with the game plan. You know, credit the staff, credit everybody. Now we got to go take care of home. And the team's leader, Giannis, finished with a triple-double. He fouled out in the fourth quarter. Yep. And you all still found a way to get it done. What does that say? We got a job to do. You know, he's a tremendous player, obviously. Arguably the best in the league, you know. And for him to have a triple-double and to carry us and really spark that and to be in foul trouble the whole game, mostly. You know, we still got a job to do. And, uh... Everybody stepped up. You know, Urs, I'm going to call him FIBA Urs because that, <laughs> that boy was balling. A lot of games. This is game one, but how does it feel? Feels great. Uh, we're going to enjoy this one, get back to Milwaukee, and get ready for another tough one. That's Wes Matthews after the game with Zora Stevenson. You'll find her on Fox Sports Wisconsin each and every game. From here on out, you'll find us right here on the Pick and Save Pros postgame show. I'm Bill Baby Tao Schmidt. My thanks to Mayor Mitch on the other side producing the program tonight. And you just heard from Wesley Matthews. He was injured last year. Hopefully we don't see him on the injury report. Brought to you by McCormick Law Office and Dan McCormick, your auto accident injury returnees. We'll hear you and we'll talk to you after the game on Saturday. Bucks coming back to Fiserv Forum 1-0. We're your home to talk about it. Pick and Save Probes postgame show right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.